da 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 I wanna be a great big part of it, Jacob Rub. Noah Reynolds, welcome to the podcast, everybody. That's how we're starting off this week. Uh, live from New York. I was there yesterday, not right now. Uh, my name <laughs> welcome to the podcast, everybody. Uh, we have a special fucking episode for you sick idiots. Uh, we have a lot to talk about, Noah. We, I ate some chicken in New York. Uh, you haven't left your house in a week, I, I feel like. Certainly, and... yeah, I haven't. I <clears throat> once you once you left, I I immediately went into some sort of I don't know some sort of weird depression, and yeah, haven't left, haven't even eaten, not just chicken, but food sus- sustenance. Mm-hmm. Um, in yeah, five six days. Um, so I'm excited yes. to talk about lot lot and for you and food. Lot in basketball for both of us. Excited to get into it. Excited to yeah, see your face. And and you are the Kyrie Irving of the podcast, Noah, uh, famous for fasting, you know, um, for just no reason at all, just fasting. <laughs> well, because of Ramadan, which I celebrate twice a year. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Ramadan, oh, ding dong, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. That's offensive for cutting that out. Uh, we, have, we do have a lot to talk about in the world of Denver Nuggets, Noah. So we will get to that pretty quickly here. We have not talked about free agency or trades or uh, we did talk about the draft. So we'll talk about that and we'll talk about maybe some summer league stuff. Uh, some uh, hubbubaloo coming out of practices that are going on with the Denver Nuggets. And maybe maybe if everyone's good, if everyone behaves, we'll talk about some KD trade stuff. I don't know. Maybe we'll talk about uh, Brian Windhurst and the favorite, my favorite (laughs) moment I've ever seen in my life. You're saying Uh, if people eat their veggies, we might get into memes today. Yes, I think. uh, Yes. And uh, and if people, uh, you know, um, behave in the mall. We're gonna uh, talk about minions, <laughs> even more memes, Noah. Uh, how do you feel about the minions currently? I I love the minions, except for what <clears throat> what they do in um, Myanmar <laughs> or something. <laughs> and Jacob, I'm so happy to get into this. This is gonna be a, a big episode. Um, very big episode. My favorite thing I, I just did too is is try to make Noah riff when he's uh, rearranging a microphone <laughs> yeah, and, well, and, and try to make you think on the fly as well. As, so. as it happens, way too often my computer started to die as we began the podcast, and my charger was in a different room. Um, but mm-hmm. I was a professional and tried and was um, continuing on without making one mention of it and no. um yes and jacob set me up for a riff in the middle of that and i floundered but you know that's what what are, you, what are you gonna do what are you gonna do jacob i did not eat any chicken this week that's I, all right. I went to a restaurant and i did see chicken tenders on the <coughs> on the thing to- just skipped over it did not <laughs> did not um did not do my due diligence as a as a i, I call myself a professional which i am um, I'm just, I know you're Jacob shaking his head at me, but I, this is for the listeners. I'm just, I'm laying it out. Um, I knew that Jacob, Jacob and I spoke beforehand. Um, Jake, I knew Jacob was on this big and we'll get into Jacob's thing. Um, Jacob was on a big fancy vacation. He auditioned for, um, Mad TV okay. and, um, he, uh, went to New York for that. And I knew he was going to have a lot of fun chicken meals and to talk about. And we have other things to talk about too. I had no chicken this week. All right. Eat shit. That's what happens sometimes. Yeah. No, I went to New York and turns out mad TV doesn't exist anymore. I got catfished into an audition. So uh, that was pretty uh, shocking to say the least. Apparently there isn't a 40 rock. Um, you know, so, uh, <laughs> that's a New York joke. Look at that. Uh, I, I know a we little should, bit. Of I mean, it's going to be, that's all it's going to be, I think. <laughs> so I went to New York Noah, this weekend for the first time in my life. So no uh, shit. I did a lot of touristy stuff. Um, I quickly, I think we've talked about on the podcast that 
we're maybe uh, too polite about things. So, uh, boy, in New York, did I feel like a uh, the softest human being in the world. Uh, so that's that's been a real culture shock. Uh, we went into multiple restaurants where nobody talked to us, and I could not handle it. I could not be like, "Hey, what's going on? Uh, how do you order here?" Uh, and that was probably that was in Brooklyn too. So that was like hipster mean too. Yeah, uh, yeah that's was, nice, New York. <laughs> that is the nicer part of it. So. Uh, it, like friendly, it, I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah so very friendly. Uh, so, man, uh, New York, pretty great, Noah. I did go to the NBA store to start mm-hmm. uh, things off in uh, Times Square. Pretty great store. Uh, I will say a lack of Nikola Jokic representation, which I feel like I could complain for days, so I won't. But I would just say no jerseys. Uh, and I did find a Jokic-Jamal uh uh, NBA Jam shirt, which I have always wanted, and I could never uh, track down for some reason. Um, so shout it out is to ridiculous. that. They have that. It really is ridiculous that there are no Jokic jerseys for the two-time MVP. I mean, we could go on for days about that, but yes, and I get it. I mean, there was a lot. You could get a lot of Knicks and Brooklyn stuff. Sure. Um, it was funny being there during the KD rumors because you would never know. Nobody cares about the Brooklyn Nets, so yeah, uh, it's, it's pretty good. Um, everybody's more excited about the uh, concept of Donovan Mitchell coming to the Knicks, so uh, that's yeah, that's, that's good. Uh, chicken, no, Noah. The... No Jalen Brunson jerseys <laughs> are flying off the shelves yet. <laughs> I I did want to see they didn't have like a clearance section of like traded players, which I, yeah, I thought Kemba, I, no, no Kemba jerseys are no, no are going, Kemba. I would I was, like a Kemba Knicks jersey. Why not? That's kind of because cool. I was gonna buy you some ironic jersey, but uh, I would love an ironic jersey. They didn't even have any. <laughs> they didn't, I, I couldn't even find any. Um, so that was that, Noah. Uh so the, one of the first places we went to on my tourist attractions is the Met, Noah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, Met the Metropolitan of- Museum of Art for oh, cool. our um, idiot listeners. Yes, yes. So the Metropolitan Museum of Art. And uh, boy, did I have fun, Noah, in the Met. And then I was like, you know... I got to find some chicken to eat at some point. And what a better way than to do it at a museum dining hall. Um, and so they, I go down to the eatery, they call it. It's in a scary basement. And uh, they had uh, just a place called The Grill, which had a bunch of weird shit. And then you order, I order chicken tenders and they just hand it to you immediately, which is not a good sign. So it's just been kind of there chilling for a while uh and uh first of all Noah, have you ever been to the met <laughs> i think i certainly have as like a very as a young boy with my family you know excur- excursion new york when i was left in the plaza hotel by myself <laughs> and just you know let let loose but is i definitely have true? been because that's true or is that the, the, the it's a reference to uh and it's right yeah it's a reference to really a book um, Eloise at the Plaza. Or oh, something. okay. Not Home Alone Two, Lost in New York. I think Home Alone Two is maybe based off of Eloise. I'm making that up. What was your question? I, I think I've been to the Met, not in any recent time or anything that I remember, but it's like an art museum. Yes, it is an art museum. It is a uh, history museum, I would say, as well. Uh, Yes, uh, a lot of uh, cool exhibits. They have a current one about American fashion, Noah, which had a bunch of... uh, stuff like a uh, a weird gown that asap rocky wore was there um you know other examples of other stuff i don't really know um and then yeah so the eatery down there i cannot explain to you how how normal these chicken tenders were how uh standard <laughs> these chicken tenders were the only good thing Noah, you would like it was kind of expensive but it was like i do like that it was like 10 big pieces of chicken tenders it was, it was actually pretty substantial um and uh that was pretty cool to see and there was a lot of fries you know and i didn't eat i didn't eat a lot of fries and you know me part of the clean plate club uh you're not I'm isn't not that right yes, no not, not even a little bit 
Um, also kind of <laughs> weird. Uh, I wanted a energy drink because I was like, we got a big day in New York. I got to walk around everywhere in this heat. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I had a rain energy drink with my chicken tenders, Noah, Okay, which is uh, maniac stuff, uh, a serial killer material. Um, but these chicken tenders, Noah, uh, I can't even describe them anymore as as normal. Uh, they would be at the bottom of our chicken tender or chicken finger list. If I had to uh, rake them, they would be last. So that wow. is just, uh, um, but you know, what did I expect? It's museum cafeteria stuff. Uh, it was just hot and ready immediately. And now that I'm looking at their website, they had two other uh, lounges and stuff that I could have went to instead. So maybe I've well, there's. Wrong. I'm also looking at their website. So the eatery is what it was called. Yes. Ground floor. Yes. Yes. It's open and 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. 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 Casual, family-friendly dining that offers delicious options for for visitors of every taste, including pizza, sandwiches, salads, soups, desserts, espresso, and other beverages. Which is closed Wednesday, which is suspicious. Kind of suspicious. Monday What's through through Monday through Monday and Tuesday and Thursday through Sunday. Closed Wednesday. What's going huh. on there? What's going on with this Wednesday What's thing? What's going on with the closed Wednesday, Matt? Now it does, yeah, it certainly seems like it gets once you go higher. I mean, they, they clearly put that in the basement for obvious reasons. And then once you get higher, mm-hmm. you know. It says American Wing Cafe. And very, I really thought that that was like a like, wing place. It means the American wing. Yes. I, the building. I understand. I understand. <laughs> but I did eat at the West Wing, Noah. So that was very oh, cool. Cool. Damn it. That's um, a good name. Write that down for a good, a good name for a wing restaurant. The West the Wing. West wing? Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's all presidential style. What's presidential style? So pretty much the people who work there just have those uh, white uh, hair cap. <laughs> wigs <laughs> powdered wig i'm not gonna lie to you Noah. we got in at midnight last night and, and i worked an eight-hour shift because i'm dumb and didn't take the day off uh so uh i this is my flu game so uh jesus christ if this is your flu game then that's uh okay fine all right jacob coming up with excuses that's fine um very good so the employees <laughs> wear those white wigs yeah they do it's Everyone knows what a powder wing is. That's American um, style, also a yeah, missionary. Yeah, the the West Wing. Um, yes. <laughs> so, have you ever eaten at a, a museum? You know, I have, and um, I as kids we used to do it all the time because our parents, you know, when they would take us, um, you know, you know, I'm cultured as fucking shit, so we our parents <laughs> would take us to museums, not really because we're cultured, because they didn't have anything else to do, and then when we would finish, they didn't want to eat other places generally and wait a second no this is incorrect i think my parents would not want to eat at museums because they didn't want to pay for the museum food which was always very expensive Um, that being said i think there are a few museums that have very good food that i have not eaten at so that's a bad answer to the question i know denver art museum has very good food Mm -hmm. but these are like actual restaurants and not so much like dining halls which kind of is what your place sounds more like yes yes yes, yes, that is exactly uh a dining hall type environment uh do you do you even do you love uh, being a cultural fuck manoa you love museums correct i do like museums dude i like paintings i like um history if like there's a mummy or like a skeleton spooky but you know Mm -hmm. you go during the daytime so there's nothing bad that happens obviously yes Yes, I'm. I uh, you should have seen me. I was insufferable in the museum, making night at the museum jokes. Uh, yeah, and for some reason, every statue had a was um, penis. Yes, the penis was off, the penis was cut off, and uh, yes, I had it. it, I I just have to know when they come to life at night, uh, do they grow back? You know, it's (laughs) what are you looking at? I'm looking at my wife. Just I, you don't have a background, right? Jacob. Jacob doesn't have a background, so I can't tell when he's being distracted or what he's being distracted at. <laughs> um, and that really throws me off. But um, yes, I do love museums. Do you, are you bored at museums? Did you were you made to go to with wife? Uh oh, Miriam's gonna step in. I didn't. But... I didn't just hear it. It also didn't land at the museum when you told me it five days ago. Oh wow. 
What was that? The Night at Museum? What yes, was she the night, to? she's responding to the Night at the Museum penis bit. Yes, yes. Uh, and it did, it, it, it fell flat derailing. both to the both listeners and to uh, the, the people um, live in New York. Um, so that's uh, that's great. Uh, what, what were we talking about, Noah? What were did we, you get a second place from? of chicken? <laughs> Yeah, it is like a place of chicken, but okay. we'll get there. We have to talk about the museum still. Okay, I, yeah. I I I used to be bored at museums, but now I'm cultured right. and, and educated. And uh, I'm also not one of those people that wanted to does like a listing tour. I don't want to do that. Those suck. Mm-hmm. No, because we're funny dudes and we like commentary. So it's like I also know most shit. So mm-hmm. like if I see a thing, I'll point it out to somebody. It's also a good like event to bring somebody to because it shows that you're smart and you know things. So it's like, you know, this painting, this person in this painting was like murdered or whatever the fuck. Um, and uh, and then you can say the same thing for most things. Yes. Um, but it really shows your your depth and your range of every, all kinds of shit. A classic bit uh, you can take home, Noah, and listeners can take home. Uh, whenever you're in a room, there's a bunch of sculptures, there's a bunch of like a heads of busts and stuff like that. And then there's like a uh, a um, fire extinguisher in the corner that looks all steel and out of place. Just point to that, be like, that that one's real nice. That one makes you think, <laughs> you know? Yeah, that is funny. That is good. <laughs> My Museums second place. <laughs> Jacob, I want to go to a museum with you. Maybe you should just <laughs> sell tickets, have fun museum experiences with Jacob. Go, <laughs> go 9/11 Memorial. Go Holocaust. Mm-hmm. Maybe have have some levity. We you. did go to the 9/11 Memorial too. No, I, I actually it, really want to go to it. Is it good? It was closed, but you could. It was still pretty sad. So. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah well, yeah bummer um so the second um, chicken place i ate no yes. uh, uh <laughs> moving on uh was i don't want to say this uh lightly but one of my favorite korean fried chicken we i've had yes. um and it was at the mock bar which is a uh, establishment in the Chelsea Market, Noah. Uh, Mock Bar. M O K B A R. M O K B A R. We ship yes. nationwide. Mm-hmm. Oh, do they ship nationwide? That's I'm on the cool. website. Oh, it's on Gold Belly. Gold Belly is that. Do you know what um, that is? It's like that fancy uh, DoorDash that, yeah, strips nationwide and it's all like high class restaurants and stuff. Holy shit. Have you ever done that before? I have Is not. That something to do? Um, I, I don't, I don't know. Let me look into it. Gold Belly. Yeah. It says we're too poor. We can't sign up even. Oh, um, no. Yes. You can just tell because they do <laughs> just from our faces. Gold yes. Belly get fifteen dollars off. Whoa! Well, this is for another time. Maybe we should look in. That's insane. You can ship high class fucking. Oh well, two for four. It's okay. It's like seventy four dollar entrees. That's fucking cool. Yeah, but I mean, hey, we can find some chicken, get it uh, delivered for something special. Uh, Go ahead though. Yes, uh, take yes. Us there. Mockbar, Noah. Uh, the um, Chelsea Market, first of all, is an incredible place. Uh, a bunch of cool markets. It's very modern. Uh, there's a lot of uh, hip people during their lunch breaks. We went during the normal lunch uh, week. And uh, this Mockbar, they just had Korean fried chicken on there. So, you know, I'm going to try that. And then they also had K-Town fries, which is a cool way to put fries. So some kimchi and a bunch of other sauces. And the Korean fried chicken came in spicy or mild. And I picked spicy, Noah, because that's who we are. And then uh, it's delicious. It is a great, uh, first of all, I didn't even say it was wings. So I, I didn't know what to expect, really, you know. Um, but yeah, they came out about four huge chicken wings and uh, um, I ate them and it was delicious and it is the opposite of the chicken tenders at the Met. So, yes. Um, so um, Your camera guess, fell over. I can't see you. Sorry. So I guess a few questions. Um, first, um, how much was it? 
Yes. So it was actually one of the cheaper uh, meals that I've had. So it's like it was eleven dollars for the Korean fried chicken, and that's pretty much four to five like pretty big wings. So it's not like a whole lot, but it's a lot. And then the K-Town fries were like eight bucks. So, uh, wow. but they had a lot of uh, it was mostly a ramen place, um, which I, you know, I, I don't see. like. I don't like ramen's too hot. It hurts my tongue. Yes. Yes, we and we've like talked about that. Too. Oh, we've I, done pho. We've done pho. I do love pho. Um, not even we to do, do love a bit. Yes, 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 yes. Um, uh, yeah, I'm actually looking at it. That Korean fried chicken looks absolutely incredible. Um, and um, it has a nice little sesame seed touch, you know, which yeah. is uh, kind of similar. And it did have like the kind of honey, like stickiness that we've run into other korean fried chicken places i don't know exactly what flavor that is um i think it might be some sort of honey um but there's a, it was you know a bit of a sweetness which i think really um kills like the after pain of a, of a spiciness which hits you first which uh it's just delightful noah it's just a nice little roller coaster shout Absolutely. out coney island bing bong and- and you, right, uh, fuck your life. And you said you got the spicy gog chong, correct? Uh, yes, the spicy gong chong. Yes. And is that uh, was that actually spicy? It was, but like I was saying, it didn't have a a a, a, a um, long lasting spice, which is okay. Yes, which I'm is sorry. my you wheelhouse. But yes, it is kind of what I'm looking for, like a a, a huge spice to kind of punch you in the face. And then uh, kind of evens out. So uh, yes, you, did, you did mention, sorry. I, I did mention that. It's okay. Uh, shout out to the Mak Bar, Noah. And then one more chicken place I want to talk about before Please. we move on to the Denver Nuggets. And that is the Buffalo Wild Wings at the JFK Airport. Mm-hmm. And uh, you may be saying, well, Jacob, you definitely didn't go there, right? And, and the answer ultimately is no. But I did try <laughs> to go there. Uh, and I went there and I placed an order and then they uh, somehow lost the order. And again, being in New York, I am the softest person alive and uh, pretty much uh, just took it and then went to Shake Shack. So shout out to the Buffalo Wild Wings at JFK, Noah. Uh, would you trust the uh, Buffalo Wild Wings at an airport, I guess, is my question. I got to be honest, no. <laughs> but- <laughs> Um, I have, I'm also very, uh, good on you for eating Shake Shack, um, before a flight, a three hour, maybe four hour flight. Yes, correct? almost four what, hours. What I've, what, oh my God, what I have come to start doing, and this is kind of insane, but I, some, sometimes I will, cause I, the idea of, um, the idea of, um, you know, uh, using the restroom on a plane is terrified to me, of course. Um, and yes. also using a public restroom in an airport. So I will eat once I land at my location, which is kind of, you know, insane. So mm-hmm. once I get to Denver, which is my home, I will go to the McDonald's at DIA. So if you want to criticize me for that, that's fine. But I, you know, whatever. I get it. But how do you feel about the snacks that they give you? Like, will you eat like almonds or whatever that they give you or sun chips or something? On the aircraft? Yes. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, I'll eat Okay. Yeah, so I'll you'll eat, like, enough just to have substance and stuff. So, yeah, I'll yeah, get a yeah. snack. I'll get a snack. But I'm saying I'm not eating Chick-fil-A from Houston or, like, a McDonald's Big Mac because that'll make me shit. I'm not going to eat something that's going to make me poo or pee or, or, piss or piss shit or come, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I agree. I, I, I try at all costs to not use the bathroom on the airplane uh, because it sh- sucks out of you. And like, it's, uh, I don't know, it just feels like it's like Wally's mouth or something, uh, you know, and it's just... did Wally's mouth do that? I think so. Maybe I'm mixing up uh, Buzz Lightyear stuff. Robots. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll look into it. We'll do some anyway. research. Very yes. good, Jacob. I'm so happy you got to experience New York. I haven't been in so long, and I'd like to go. I'd like to go with you because I think we would have um, a lot of fun together. So maybe we plan that. 
yes. guys only, no girls allowed trip. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, the cooties tour, if you will. Absolutely, cooties free um, tour. You what is your tour. favorite thing to do in uh, New York, Noah, that, that you would want to go well, to? Well, I haven't even been as an adult, so, you know, I haven't done adult things. Um, but when I would go, just, like, walk around all kinds of fucking food, dude. Like, yes. I just like to see, what you know, I walk around, like, look up at the buildings. People don't realize the buildings are so tall there, and there are so many. Mm-hmm. And, like, you just can, like, look up at them. Um, and that's always really cool. So that's yeah, we cool. should do mushrooms and just go hang out in Times Square and look at the screens. Yeah, and then, and then find the naked cowboy and take his guitar and smash it over his head. Oh, you hear that, naked cowboy? We're coming for you. Well, Jacob, I don't know if you knew this. Um, I mean, is that <laughs> is there anything? Nope. I think that's uh. That's it. Uh, and and no chicken for you this week. It's just to, to reiterate. I literally right? did not no. eat chicken this week. I try. I even this. Any any more. other meat? Any any type of. I had meat. a good hamburger. Yeah, we're um, at. I don't. I just feel like that's going to be so. That's so against McDonald's the show okay. and what we was at McDonald's. It's McDonald's. It's weird because I have been cooking from home and I don't cook a lot of meats from. Oh, you know what? I finished up some gyro, and that's not chicken. So cut this out that's greek um, chicken so i guess so um we should I, maybe this summer we should i mean i have a whole bunch of frozen chicken like raw chicken in my fridge that i've been meaning to cook so we should definitely and you know you're a husband now um mm-hmm. so we should probably try to cook chicken at some point anyway yes. this is this is for later folks thank you so much for listening thank you so much for listening we love you every mm-hmm. single one of you Absolutely. And Jacob, I don't know if you knew this, but the action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook. Um, especially this summer. What with tons tons of ways to bet all your friends' bets. Woof, mm-hmm. with tons of ways to bet all your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and fuel and uh, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before say that 10 times fast (laughs) (laughs) fuck plus right now DraftKings sportsbook is giving new customers a free uh no sorry plus right now DraftKings sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to 100 dollars. that's right make your first bet up to $100 and if it doesn't win you'll get another shot at cash in <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> is wrong with me <laughs> I would pick it up from here Noah but I cannot find it what okay <laughs> so you go this is all you and your <laughs> Okay. Professional podcast, everybody. Professional That's right. Make your first podcast. bet up to $1,000. And if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. <laughs> okay. Well, that's written shitty. That's not written well. You can throw down all major actions, action from baseball, golf, MMA, and more. Everybody's favorites. Why'd you mute me? <laughs> Sorry, I meant to mute myself so I could plug in my computer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jacob muted me. <laughs> Plus, with same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props, your betting options feel endless. Um, I... The fucking British Open, I think. Wimbledon, is that what's going on? It's going on now. And um, I'm going to keep an eye on that. Um, Djokovic, who is big friends of Nikola Jokic, mm-hmm. um, is... Um, so he's friends of ours. Yeah, he's friends of ours. Jacob, it's telling me there's a line in the thing that's telling me to talk about a game of upcoming choice. So that's why I'm doing that. Nice. Uh, best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So this is our favorite part of the fucking podcast. I have, I'm going to read it. I'm reading everything this week. Jacob can't find the ad. Here's the call to action. DraftKings, sorry, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code TBPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to 100. 
sorry, up to one, no, wait, sorry, make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code TBPN, only a DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Okay. Hell yeah, um, Noah. Yeah. What a read. What thank a read. You, thank, thank you so much. Uh, someday you'll have to teach me where that ad is. So I will. <laughs> well, what are you now? What are you usually? I'm the I, you know, what, I should just not. Um, we have a lot to talk about, Noah, within the world of sports. Uh, and the biggest news I wanted to start off with is Baker Mayfield being a Carolina Panther, huh? Congratulations. Yes, we're all very happy for you and your inexplicable fandom for one of the most random shitty teams in the NFL. So congratulations on one of the most unlikable quarterbacks taking you to last place in your division in um an uncompetitive division in the nfc so congratulations jacob um <laughs> okay the tampa bay bucks are in there okay ever heard of them they won the super bowl like two years ago so uh no without lot... gronk that team is nothing <laughs> that is a gronk anyway team. that's uh that's our um fubu and uh not franzia and football talk why did i say fubu? yes Shout out to the Pigskin Podcast Network. Yeah. Uh, and if you really want a deep dive, uh, listen to the podcast on those. But this is the Denver Nuggets Podcast. And Noah, we have so much to talk about. Uh, last we spoke, we talked about the Denver Nuggets exciting, yet kind of subtle draft picks, to be honest. Um, and now, uh, now the offseason has officially begun. Uh, just to recap quickly, Noah, um, the Nuggets traded Monte Morris and Will Barton for KCP and Ish Smith, mostly KCP, seems like. And then the Nuggets signed, in this order, DeAndre Jordan and then Bruce Brown. Uh, so where do you want to start, Noah? Um, that's a good question. I don't know. Maybe we should start with the... Um... Should we Monte. say goodbye? Yes, yeah. we say goodbye to Monte and Will. Yeah, Monte and Will, and then um, KCP. So, yeah, let's start there. Um, those guys were – I loved Monte, and I loved Thrill Barton. They put in tons of years to this organization and um, were extremely likable and a huge part of kind of what this team built over the years. Um, and then they just became, as far as just like their, what they brought on the court, they just kind of became liabilities, uh, certainly defensively. And, um, you know, Will was too inconsistent shooting um, for them to be um, a part of the plans for a championship Jokic team. Um, and I think that makes sense. Also, I, the writing was on the wall. This is kind of what people wanted. The fact that we got Will Barton in it too is very is I think great because I don't I, you know I the fact that they're able to take both of those contracts is kind of a load off of our backs because I wasn't expecting that to be the case that a team would would take both at once, um, and that's kind of my first. That's my initial thought, uh, at least as far as those guys going. And then I have other thoughts, I guess, of KCP. I am over the moon about this trade, Noah. <laughs> oh, I will tell you how excited I am about this. Uh, look, uh, I love Will, but he was definitely time to go, probably. Um, and then Monte, of course, always a spot probably on a team for a player like Monte Morris. But he's also like an undrafted you know, guy came through the G League uh, and kind of had a – his value is at the top right now, right? Probably, wouldn't you say that's probably fair to say? Like, Monte? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, for it, sure. It was for reported sure. 20 teams called about him. So uh, shout out Monte. Um, I think this is a great situation for him, specifically in Washington. Now he gets to play next to Bradley Beal and uh, with Wes Unseld, which is a, a uh, another aspect of this. So um, Sure, totally. 
Monte gets to be the guy in Washington, uh, the point guard (laughs) in Washington, uh, which is great. And he's not going to have to come off the bench for Jamal or be used as like a kind of quick fix for a a starting point guard, which he is. He proved he could be a starting point guard. But I just feel like the especially the two man game with with Jokic and and Monte never really got off to the ground that I thought it was. Um, They had some moments that uh, uh, buzzer beater against uh, the 76ers, I think is the one Monte hit. Um, Yeah. That was a great play. And, but that, and also the warriors, except that was Aaron Gordon, I think wasn't, didn't he also hit one of them was Aaron Gordon. I forgot which one, but I think that was the warriors, uh, Aaron Gordon, but not sure. But uh, all that being said, um, this is this trade is pretty much uh, Monte Morris for KCP, um, yeah. you know, and I think that's pretty clear. And I would do that so many times. So, so KCP, you know, I think once he left the Lakers, their defense fell apart, and I think a lot of uh, blame got put on Caruso leaving. But I think it was the combination of both of them. So KCP becomes the best perimeter defender on the floor for the Nuggets. And uh, this was a clear goal of Calvin Booth is to get better defensively. Look, Nuggets were the sixth ranked offense last year without Jamal Murray and MPJ. So they'll be fine on offense pretty much no matter what, because they have a guy named Nikola Jokic, who's probably the best offensive player uh, in the game. And then uh, they have a returning Jamal Murray and MPJ. So, KCP also shot a higher three-point percentage than Will Barton, and he's going to be like five times the defender. So I just trust KCP out there, um, especially in a playoff series, and it's definitely the type of move that I think is like a championship now move. So I couldn't be happier about it. Uh, I'm sad of course, to see Mr. Uh, Mr. Nugget Monte Morris leave, and you know, Will is definitely had his moments where he carried the team, um, especially in some dark times. So that can't be overstated. And it's going to be super sad when the Nuggets win a championship without him. Um, But uh, who do you think, Noah, Mr. Nugget is now an open position? Uh, Who who would you lean towards being the the new kind of, you know, just kind of ride or die Denver Nugget player? Um, Probably Bones. I think that makes sense, especially at, at, for his role. That would kind of make sense for what the Mister Nugget kind of um, what that name and role implies is, you know, and what Monte brought to it. You know, kind of the coming off the bench, just super, um, you, um, really, uh, um, kind of. <laughs> How are you? Sorry. Um, just very, uh, just a real baller and um, has a lot of dog in him. I'm not finding any good superlatives, but I think that I think Bones would be the perfect guy. And then yes, I, I, I also go ahead. Oh, I, I lean Bones too, but I think Dark Horse Noah. It's my boy Adri. I think Aaron Gordon. Oh, uh, yeah. He we saw him. He's kind of putting on vintage nugget stuff he's he seems to be really buying into uh nuggets culture if you will not not as big as he culture but uh i think uh ag might be a good choice and then um you know i think also i i feel like zeke's a guy who would never leave at the team uh for like a different team just because he wanted to or something you know so those are for there's sure. a lot of a lot of loyal guys a lot of a lot of good um good dudes <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I, and people, you know, BS the like heat culture, whatever culture bullshit kind of thing with teams. But I do think that exists with the Nuggets because, um, you know, what, what Jokic has built and what, um, Mike Malone has built, I think that mentality of this roster and team, um, exists nowhere else. And, um, you know. I there's we have every reason to believe that Jokic is a one team NBA player. Um and I you know we have to I guess talk about that. He signed his Supermax too and um that bodes well for this team for the foreseeable future and um 
So, yeah. Yes. Kind of bearing the lead because it was not surprising because he's been talking about it, signing it for a long time. But yeah, that's obviously the most important thing (laughs) the Nuggets have done so far is is lock up the two-time MVP. Um, And honestly, uh, I think uh, Adam Morris of DMVR said it might be his last uh, contract he ever signs, which I don't, um, which I kind of buy. I think it seems like he'll make the largest contract in NBA history win a couple of championship and then bounce probably so uh but boy is it going to be fun still uh a handful of years noah for our dog our our god our um our 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 metropolitan museum of art absolutely Um, yeah yes yes nikola Jokic. uh noah going in order a little bit now um and also just shout out to you know the Cronkies get a lot of shit, but they didn't have to do a super max with Jokic like that. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I mean, I guess they kind of have to, but uh, they don't really have to. I mean, but the Suns are like the cheapest uh, team in sports and uh, they could, they didn't max out Aiton for like no reason. And now they can't get rid of them or sign and trade them to anybody. Yeah. So. I'd say the, uh, I'd say the Nuggets are second or third cheapest team in sports though. Yes. So I mean, no, they I, didn't I have to. They also didn't have to pay MPJ when they did, and and probably didn't have to pay Jamal when they did. So you're right. You know, as far as giving players contracts, I think where the some of those players' contracts, I think that's true. Yeah, the Cronkies aren't terrible in that, but I think they're kind of awful in every other. I don't want to. My point is, don't give them any goddamn money. I know. I'm sorry. I didn't mean. No, to. it's okay. It's okay. I forgive you. Not to be overlooked, though, Noah, Ish Smith is also a veteran who's been on the most NBA teams ever, which is great uh, to have him and Jeff Green, who might be the two most uh, veteran journeyman players of all time. Yeah. Uh, so I don't I think Ish Smith is as like a third point guard and a break in case of emergency in case Jamal goes down is a perfect spot for him, actually. And, you know, if you want to look at it from last year's depth chart a little bit, uh, I would rather have Ish Smith than Faku Composo, which is kind of uh, sad to say for our man Faku, but there's a reason Ish Smith is in the league. He's uh, super quick. He can at least attack and he's a veteran. He knows what to do. He won't uh, just turn the ball over or, not hit threes like Faku does, I guess. Um, totally. So I'm I'm very happy with this deal. Sad to see uh, Monte and, and Will go, of course, but I think it had to be done. Honestly, um, sorry, yes. I I just wanted to add one more thing for the deal yes. mm-hmm. and KCP. And I was watching. I've been watching his stuff. Um, he played incredibly well in the. I lost the stat, but in the. Um, the Lakers um, championship yes. run in the, in the bubble. In the bubble. In the bubble. Um, he's one of their best players. Um, and then also he's, I just bookmarked this, his three points uh, made have gone up each of the last three years from 2019 to 2022, from 92 to 159 for his career high last year. So um, yeah, I think he's an incredible three and D guy, and then which is something we haven't had really ever. Um, and uh, not since peak Gary Harris, probably. Yeah, yeah, peak exactly. Yeah, which peak. is what? Which is yeah. Two thousand one. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, and having that. Uh, yeah, I mean it's so cool because it's like. Um, I mean, people, I mean, it is seeing like the grievances of Nuggets fans on, you know, line and just like you talk to people in person and we'll get to Bruce Brown and obviously what he brings to the defense and, um, you know, also kind of that three and D type of um, ability, but like, yeah, just everybody's grievances about give us perimeter defense, give us, give us those, um, those giant holes that we've been missing in the team. And that's kind of exactly what they did. Um, in, in a few of these trades also, I don't, this isn't so much a transaction, um, as much as it is, um, just a piece of business that I also was very happy about. And I think you agree is just signing, uh, Davon Reed, um, to what was I two years? Um, let me see. Yeah. A very good contract for Davon. I'm super stoked about it. Um, 
he, he I'm so glad they didn't just give him a two-way spot again too. Like yeah. he's has an actual place on the roster. I think Davon, man, I think he shoots better than people give him credit to, too. I feel like every time he took a shot, it was like a good chance of going in. I thought he shot better than Bryn Forbes last year, who I think everybody thought was going to be the real. And I thought, too, I was really high on Bryn Forbes, and he was, suppo- he was you know, 46 fucking some bullshit percent from three. And I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think Devon Reed was a more reliable shooter. Quick, so, quick shout out to Tim Connolly too, who took Bryn Forbes with him to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Know, would, yes. What a weird freak uh, to just, li- I don't know. He likes, he likes his players, I guess. Uh, but no, whatever. but yeah, I'm with you. Maybe he is some weird freak. Also I, Devon Reed and, yes. uh, and Bruce Brown played um, uh, in my, on Miami, the fucking hurricanes together in college. So um, that's kind of a cool thing. That's the, very cool. Here, here it is two years. A, a two-year standard deal. Do you know what that is? Uh, so that is the uh, league minimum. So okay. it it is uh, standard. I forgot exactly what the figure is, but okay, it's league minimum. Great. Uh, it is a good, good contract. Love Devon Reed. Um, yes. Um, and and a young dude, kind of still, right? Yeah. Yeah. He is uh, 27. So um, yeah, 27. Uh, got some experience with the Nuggets last year. I think, again, kind of a part of a defensive mindset to bring into the team for sure. Um, kind of going, you want to go in order, Noah? So the next, all right. So the one blemish on the Denver Nuggets free agency offseason so far, I think, was that the Nuggets somehow were first in line for the DeAndre Jordan sweepstakes. <laughs> uh, DeAndre Jordan, statistically the worst player in the NBA last year. Uh, he is a big body. He is uh, pretty solid defensively to not great anymore to uh, pretty mediocre on offense so far. But I think the weirdest part, Noah, is that they did it immediately into free agency. They signed DeAndre Jordan to a league veteran minimum, which is good. Um, but I just feel like they could have waited and done that with like five different guys and maybe Boogie too. Yeah. As well. Well. Um, and then, which, which, you know, you don't know, Boogie might be the type of guy who's like, well, I proved myself. I want a bigger role. And they're like, well, no, you still get to play five minutes while Jokic sits um so who knows I mean nobody's picked up Boogie I don't think um I haven't seen anything like that so uh what do you (laughs) what do you think about DeAndre Jordan Noah well I think it's kind of a weird fit kind of a weird fit I think it's sort of hilarious I mean we're talking about 10 years ago when this is him and Blake Griffin were two of the most powerful non you know like most dominant guys in the league and they were going to the playoffs and not really doing anything but you know and maybe it was more highlight stuff but it is just kind of hilarious um that you know we are here now and he's just as washed a player as you can get and now he's on the Denver Nuggets it kind of I was telling somebody this last night kind of reminds me of like when Roy Hibbert was on the Nuggets for two months in the off season. And it was at, it was literally his last place. He went, didn't play one game. Um, so what I think about this is a lot, I think it's way less of a big deal than people are putting into it. Um, I really am down on us not keeping boogie. And I think you're right. There probably was some sort of, where I imagine there's some sort of, you know, contract stuff he could have, definitely wanted more um but um i thought he played so great last year and not keeping him is a huge a huge loss um and um that being said um and i've seen this around too but i agree is that i just don't know if a backup center is that big of a deal where it's especially when our you know our center is nikola jokic who hasn't barely missed a single minute of basketball in three years of playing. Um, Even when even, I mean, it's, I think it's more of like a, it's more of a convenience when we have it and less of like a necessity. Um, 
and maybe this is, I think, I don't know, dude. Here's here. I'll pose this to you. I'll answer this your question with a question. I answered it too. Also, are is the DeAndre Jordan trade more bad than the other trades are good? No, not at right. all. And and exactly. I'm definitely and I definitely agree with you that it's been blown out of proportion. And that's why I kind of wanted to highlight the timing of it and why that yeah that that's was weird. weird and and i think that it was a moment where all nuggets twitter was like oh wait does calvin booth know what he's doing at all which mm-hmm. is a hilarious moment uh because overall in the grand scheme of the offseason i think most fans would say it's probably an a uh offseason um and yeah and just to compare some stuff to the deandre jordan uh the uh minimum uh the veteran minimum is two million nine hundred thousand dollars uh so that means it's a cap hit of one million eight hundred thousand dollars which is pretty much nothing uh compared to the cap so that is one reason uh the nuggets could maybe hey super max Jokic. so if you're saying maybe having deandre jordan as a backup for a season one year maybe two uh it it is in in return you get five more years of nikola Jokic. i think that works works out well and then also the center market was actually pretty crazy uh javel mcgee to contrast got a three-year 20 million dollar contract oh uh with the dallas mavericks and javel who is just on the nuggets and malone didn't play him so right. malone That's doesn't cool. have to play deandre jordan <laughs> and yeah that oh my god that's insane and if that's there um hmm Yes, and I didn't like, know that that was his contract. And Aiden is too expensive for everybody. Everybody. Uh, so the the market kind of dried up on that. And let's not forget. So uh, right now, with the starting five of Jamal, KCP, MPJ, Aaron Gordon, and Jokic, amazing starting five, by the way. It is. Uh, uh, now Jeff Green is on the bench. Jeff Green has been playing backup five with Paul Millsap or with Zeke Nagy already. So I don't understand. Like, DeAndre Jordan doesn't have to play. He can be a weird enforcer guy, uh, you know? And uh, I don't know. I just think it's a, a – it, the timing really threw people off. Um, in retrospect, with the Bruce Brown signing, it seems a lot better. So I don't mind it at all. And honestly, uh, money-wise, I think it kind of makes sense. It just seems like they could have done that in two weeks. <laughs> you know, uh, they could have signed DeAndre in two weeks. I did want to mention, Noah, remember in the playoffs too, uh, Boogie and Will Barton got into like a spat on the bench, and now they're both gone. So maybe, yeah. maybe that wasn't a great, move for culture uh and maybe that's even enough to be like you know what boogie we'll try a different old veteran center uh to at least for a year so i don't mind it at all and then let's move on to i think oh yeah go ahead one more thing just one more thing about the center thing we also still have um our other balkan our other balkan um maniac in Latko conchar who somehow has remained on the roster (laughs) After these purges and after these exiles of every single person, um, which I think, I mean, he's he's built and, you know, as far as development goes, he's maybe just one of these um, embarrassment of riches guys and maybe an asset that we have continually built up over the goddamn so many goddamn years that has landed us these draft picks or whatever. But, um, you know, if DeAndre Jordan is such a goddamn motherfucking train wreck that people are shitting themselves and banging their heads against a the wall, then play Vlaco, dude. He's been on the team for a long time. He knows the players. He knows, you know, certainly more than DeAndre would. The only guy DeAndre has played with in any amount of time is Bruce Brown. So it's like, you know, have a little bit of fucking, like, enthusiasm and stop being such whiny bitches all the time. Not also, 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 Boogie... Boogie was good, and I don't think this was his fault, but the Nuggets also still got killed with non-Jokic minutes. <laughs> you know, right. like, yeah. it's not like they were winning those minutes that he had to be on the floor or anything. And those games where he just, like, you know, was emotional and fouled out. And I, I guess DeAndre Jordan has that capability as well, but, you know, might as well try a different guy. Maybe he'll be a little less uh, low-key. The NBA is not is just not 
nobody has a real true center anymore. And even us who have the best center, he's a, like a point center. He doesn't really even play. So yeah. I'm not worried about it. I like no. Deion. By the way, I've said this. I'm all in on DeAndre. I'm going to be his biggest fan this year. That's the way it is. I love Every it. Every time he goes back, I'm going to be psyched. There is going to be like one game where it's like, oh, fuck yeah. yeah DeAndre it's going to be like 30 point game or whatever the fuck. And he's going to, he's going to throw his shoes in the crowd or something. It's going to be amazing. Also, he's picking up the mantle too of me uh, complaining that we never see Jokic and, and Boogie together. It's yeah. going to be like uh, my Jokic and DeAndre Jordan. It's like, why not? Let's have him lob up shit <laughs> to him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and Noah, I think the next signing might even be more more of my favorite than KCP. I love Bruce Brown. I Bruce Brown so. is going to be a perfect fit for the Nuggets. He is a defensive-minded player who cuts. He is going to be like twice. I, I love him. He's going to be I like twice. Too. He's going to be like twice the player of Tory Craig, even though I love Tory Craig. He's going to be uh, just as good as as Tory and better. And man, he even played back or uh, small ball five with the Nets too. So even if you want to try that on the bench and really stagger, can you imagine a bench with like MPJ running it with a Bruce Brown center? <laughs> like, what are you going to like? You, no, that would be bases the floor so much. Yeah, uh, and I've been, I mean, I've been watching stuff too. He's so quick, dude. I mean, he can, uh, you know, I mean, he's he's with like those Jokic lobs. He's perfect for that, for running behind defenses and just fucking um, outsmarting them. Uh, I, yeah, I love this. Sorry, I interrupted you. Go ahead. No, it's amazing. And it's been reported that he took less money to play with the Nuggets. Uh, the only guy in the league we found him, Noah, who will yes. take less money to play with a two-time MVP that will pass him the ball <laughs> at <laughs> like, altitude. At altitude, and uh, boy, Bruce Brown off the bench, Noah. So just to recap again, because I'm so fucking excited about it, the Denver Nuggets depth chart at the moment: Jamal Murray, KCP, MPJ, Aaron Gordon, and Jokic. The bench with Bones Highland, Bruce Bound, uh, let's say Zeke Naji, Jeff Green, and DeAndre Jordan. Uh, I, you know, Devon Reed too. Oh I'll yeah, Devon Reed. Reed. Sorry, Devon He's, Reed. he'll probably be in the small forward spot, and then with small like forward, a. Yeah. Zeke Naji, Jeff Green, front court type of thing, and then just um, all those, all those young, hot, sexy, fucking draft picks. Now let's get the rooks in there. I wouldn't be surprised if Christian Rookies. Braun, a kind of jumps Ish Smith as like a backup guard. Why not, um, dude? I think he he looks good. He and we haven't gotten to that yet, but I'm so excited, Noah. These moves are exactly what I wanted to see. I think the only other thing, and I've talked about it. Uh, would be uh, uh, is is uh, Lou Dort, who signed for like all, uh, close to a max contract with the Thunder, so that is out of the price range. So, uh, fuck, man, I'm excited. I am too. Uh, I think uh, it is it, so good. I think even Christian Braun is like a uh, upgrade over an Austin Rivers role, even as well. If like all shit goes to hell again, and all of a sudden you have Chris, Chris Christian Braun starting, I, I think that even makes me feel better than like an Austin Rivers starting. Um, and that's Denver Nuggets legend, Austin Rivers, uh, yeah. playoff legend. Um, should we touch conspiracy theory real quick? Brian Winhurst, um, sure. uh, the why Nuggets, would why would they do that? Why would they? Why would the Nuggets sign DeAndre Jordan right away? Why would the Nuggets sign Bruce Brown, a former teammate of Kevin Durant? Why would the Nuggets keep Jeff Green when they don't really have to, even though he's an old friend of uh, Kevin Durant? Noah, what would you say to a Kevin Durant trade for the Nuggets? Do you do you hate it? Well, Jacob, everything here is very interesting. Why would the Nuggets? Do these things. What's going on in Denver? It's really interesting. And let me tell you, it it these things. It's not things that the it's it's only things that if you're a Nuggets fan, you would know what's going on. Zeke Naji plays the piano. Now, why is this? <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Durant listens to a piano. Now, why would they do that? Because he he likes piano. No. 
that's no. the reason. That's um, no, I don't think I don't think that's a good idea. Um, and and I'll tell you the reason because we'd have to gut a, a team that we've built over, I don't know, seven years, certainly five to seven years, for a um, a player who is one of my favorite all time players who I love, but also who. I mean, maybe not James Harden-esque, but who clearly is emotional and and is not comfortable in situations for a long period of time. Also, I think Jokic has a chance of being, I mean, certainly he is a generational player, but like, I, you know, I don't know if I'm, um, I don't know if they would be as good of a team, a, a duo together, Um Anyway, uh, no, I don't think a KD trade would be great. What I'm looking at this team right now, we'd have to give up MPJ, Casey. We'd have to give up both of the guys we just got, MPJ, KCP, Bones, Zeke, um, both of our draft picks too. I mean, both of our rookies. And then who else? Probably Aaron Gordon also. And then every every other draft pick we have for the future. Yeah, which is like one draft pick. Go. So. Yeah, grow. Yeah, well, yeah, and Go Bear really fucked it up too. So that's the other thing, the yeah. market. So yeah, I hate the idea too. I don't think there's any smoke or anything like that. I just think it's kind of funny. DeAndre Jordan was a part of like every team KD's on, just because he's KD's friend. So I think right. that's pretty clear knowledge. So that is kind of a weird um, thing to kind of uh, uh, bring into. But um, you know, I, 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 I. <laughs> It'd be fun to see, but I, I do I do agree with you. I'd rather watch this team possibly lose in the playoffs than win a championship with like Jamal and KD and Jokic and then like a bunch of filler, you know, fillers. Like I, I do think it is like these are big deals to us, the KCP trade, the Bruce Brown signing, because this doesn't happen a lot, right? Like, I think it's mostly uh, homegrown talent. And who knows, man, I would just much rather see, like, Zeke Naji hit nine threes in a playoff game and feel super psyched about it and then see, like, Kevin Durant just carry the Nuggets to a championship. And then just, know. and then see every, uh, the only thing that would be cool is just to see, I mean, there's a double side to this. It's like the Nuggets would all of a sudden be elevated to, the most important team in the NBA, right? Every single person would be talking about us. Uh, you know, we'd be on first take. And the theory about that would be extremely cool because we have a two-time MVP and that's still not the case. And then on the other side, it'd be like, well, everything we do would be hyper-analyzed and and all of our successes and failures. So it's like anything KD would do. I mean, I just think it really is just such like a, a absurd thing to even wrap your head around that I, you know, to even put any credence or entertain it is a little bit silly but i do like to exercise jacob it's pretty fun pretty fun Noah. uh so shout out to kevin durant i guess and shout out to the denver nuggets moves noah we're running out of time so next week we will talk about the uh summer league and the roster and we'll talk about the games we'll talk we'll watch a couple games uh but to end on a positive note noah today jamal murray was playing basketball so uh great news they would not let him do that if he was not close or anything or and he looks great he looks uh very confident so i'm stoked as fuck so uh jamal murray uh obviously a lot riding on him uh shout out uh hope he gets uh better soon and we're doing it noah i know i was just you know by the end of the season it really and i know i don't say this because oh i mean this is we live and breathe this shit but i really was getting exhausted because i was like i was like well we're gonna lose these games and it's i you know i was just really basketballed out and then now i'm watching you know highlights and um just like footage of these rookies and of kcp and Bruce Brown and I'm getting so hyped, Jacob. I'm with you. I couldn't be more excited for this fucking season to start. And um, yeah, anticipation is killing me. And this could be the best absolute goddamn lineup that, I mean, it's by all means, this is the best lineup that Jokic will have played with in his whole, um, his whole NBA career. So yep, this is great. 
this is great. Uh, I think if MPGA learns a little bit of defense, it's in the bag. So this is that's all it takes. Uh, so the NBA championship. I'm excited for this season. Uh, we will continue to uh, entertain and talk about the Nuggets with you guys. So keep on listening. Uh, we're going to talk about the offseason. We're going to keep on tracking Tim Connolly in Minnesota and how maybe Calvin Booth was the minds behind everything uh, after just a terrible Rudy Gobert trade. So we're going to keep our eyes on that as well. Uh, I think that's it. No, anything you want to plug? Nothing to plug, Jacob. I'm happy you're back home. I'm happy you, to buddy. see you. Um, let's get some chicken in person this week. Maybe a yes. guest next week. What do you say about that, folks? Maybe somebody a third. I think I think we should get a third in here. It's been a uh, couple too much. We need a thruple. So um, shout out it. to the thruples out there, and shout out to you, listeners. Um, follow us on Instagram at Chicken and the Nuggets, and on Twitter at Nuggets Pod. Uh, tell your friends about it too. We we have uh, hundreds of listeners, but we want to be in the millions. So tell people about that. All right, bye, Noah. Bye, Jacob. Great.